Chapter 2 The Cure Breakfast was not William's favourite meal. With his father shut off from the world by his paper, and his mother by her letters, one would have thought that he would have enjoyed the clear field thus left for his activities. But William liked an audience, even a hostile one consisting of his own family. True, Robert and Ethel, his elder brother and sister, were there, but Robert's great rule in life was to ignore William's existence. Robert would have preferred not to have had a small, freckled, snub-nosed brother, but as fate had given him such a brother, the next best thing was to pretend that he did not exist. On the whole, William preferred to leave Robert alone, and Ethel was awful at breakfast, quite capable of summoning the head of the family from behind his daily telegraph, when William essayed a little gentle teasing. This morning... William, surveying his family in silence, in the intervals of making a very hearty meal, came to the conclusion, not for the first time, that they were hardly worthy of him. Ethel, thinking she was so pretty in that stuck-up-looking dress, and grinning over that letter from that soft girl, Robert talking about football and nobody listening to him, and glaring at him, William, whenever he tried to tell him what nonsense he was talking about it. No, it wasn't rounders he was thinking of. He knew about football, thank you. He just did. His mother... Suddenly, his mother put down her letter. Great Aunt Jane's very ill, she said. There was a sudden silence. Mr Brown's face appeared above the Daily Telegraph. Eh? he said. Great Aunt Jane's very ill, said Mrs Brown. They don't seem to think there's much chance of her getting better. They say... She looked again at the letter, as if to make quite sure. They say she wants to see William. She's never seen him, you know. There was a gasp of surprise. Robert voiced the general sentiment. Good Lord, he said. Fancy anyone wanting to see William. When they're dying, too, said Ethel, in equal horror. One would think they'd like to die in peace, anyway. It hardly seems fair, went on Robert, to show William to anyone who's not strong. William glared balefully from one to the other. Children, children, murmured Mrs Brown. How, said Mr Brown, are you going to get William over to Ireland? Well, I suppose, said Mrs Brown, that someone must take him. Good Lord, who? Yes, who, echoed the rest of the family. I can't possibly leave the office for the next few weeks, said Mr. Brown, hastily. I simply couldn't face the crossing alone, much less with William, said Ethel. 